shout it. Can y'all help me shout out to mom, Miss Toby? We say happy Mother's Day to you. We love you. We miss you. And I know you're just ready to get here and be with us. It probably, she would have probably been here today. I, I don't know what kept her away because she was like, I think I'll be there this Sunday. I was like, mom, be safe. But we love you. Can we shout out to Jack? Jack has perfect attendance, even by watching online, Jack. We want you to know how much we love you and we appreciate you, your faithfulness. God, God will never forget your faithfulness, how you've served and how you've served and served and served the, peace, the people of God. You have a great reward coming to you, Jack. We love you. We love you. Who else is watching, by the way? Can y'all, is Irma and Kenneth watching? Can you see who's on? Well, hey, everybody, Joshua, Joshua, shout out. Thank you so much for all the hard work you did this week. And Jenna, and who else is on? Well, praise God, everybody, they said everybody, everybody's on. Amen. Well, welcome. So glad y'all are on and and watching with us today. Um, Get ready if you haven't downloaded the... uh, the note sheet, you can do that. You can, there's a little, should be a little square. Did y'all get that squared away? Where there should be a little square where you can print it out? Okay, yes. You should be able to go on the Acceleration Church Live page. And if you scroll down, there should be a place where you can click and download the note sheet for this morning so you can follow along. If not, you can always pull it up later on your app. Just listen, sit back and watch. But when you get back to church, you have to get back to writing and filling in them blanks. Amen. So don't get used to it. Amen. Can y'all help me appreciate this wonderful praise team? Well, I tell you, y'all brought the glory in this morning. That spirit and worth, spirit and truth worship was just wonderful. Well, I would, I'd need some help. Uh, uh, what's your name? Kenta, my son. If you would mind grabbing my notebook right there, which I left over there. And um, if I could get someone to bring my chair on over. So uh, let me just uh, make a change really quick. Y'all, excuse me, just for a second. Okay, so you need to, if you haven't already, download the YouTube app. Just wait, let me get seated first. Um, let's see. Let me turn this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got my toe. Is there anything worse than when you get your toe with the edge of the furniture? You don't know where you hurt at first. You really don't know, but you know it's coming. When it makes it to the brain, it's like, ah! <laughs> Amen. So down to, download the YouTube app and sub- subscribe to our channel, Acceleration Church. Um, you can call us anytime. Our number is on the screen. Hi, sweetheart. Hello, darling. How are you? Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. I feel like I have my mask on even when I don't. I'm so used to having it on. All right? And then they're also telling me to tell you to download the Acceleration Church app. On Google Play or the Apple Store. So if you don't have our, our church app, download that so you can get the sermon notes. You can listen to all our sermons 24-7, 365, absolutely free. You know, let somebody else know about that. This is a real good time for outreach for people who don't have a church that's so awesome, that have um, sermons online free of available for you anytime. Let somebody know about that. There's a Bible um, button on there where you can listen to the Bible. It's really wonderful. Um, and what else is on there? Yes. Listen, we are so excited. We came miles and miles this week in our children's church getting it, getting it together. We, um, have painted a big huge graffiti on the wall that says blast, the blast zone. We got games in, a basketball game. I just gave Yuri a, a free throw shooting lesson because he said, oh, he said Jennifer and Nasario beat him. Oh. He said, 
I don't know. He was beating me pretty bad. He's I made like two now. out of a hundred shots. I'm terrible. That's why they called me Fally Sally growing up. It was terrible. Yeah, and I'm still bad with that kind of stuff. I want to give a shout out to Mr. Terry Landrum. Yay, Terry's here. He's here. So I don't know if you. everyone's aware, but our supply chain in our country is breaking down with with food, for example, mm-hmm. and goods and, and goods. And, and the, the truck drivers are doing absolutely amazing Heroes. work. Heroes. Amen. Just to keep us fed. And he Amen. has been working his tail off. Really we appreciate hard. you, Terry. Thank you. Thank you very much. Being out there on the front lines. Amen. All right. Do we have anything else we wanted to say? Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get started. Real quick, Pastor Sally, if I could just encourage everybody. If you haven't already, please, I'll come over here so everybody yeah, can see you. Yeah, come here so everybody can see you, Kev. Real quick, if you haven't already, I know she mentioned a minute ago, pull Love. out your phone and what? You're, bo- you're booming a lot. Oh, I need to get down here. There you are. Is that better? Okay. <laughs> Pull out your phone and download the YouTube app from the App Store. And if you don't have a, a, an account, it really just takes a Google account. That's all you need to sign in. And then sign in and please look for Acceleration Church. There's going to be two of them. The one you want is the one with our, it's not on the screen, the green circle logo with the X. With the X, yep. That's the one you're looking for. And please subscribe to our channel. We're at 62, was it, Jennifer? I think. 62 subscribers. We need to get to 100 so that we can have our own Acceleration Church YouTube page. Because right now it's like oh, wow. YouTube.com slash X2Y capital V. It's just like some weird. Whoa, really? Yeah. So if, so if we get to 100, what happens? We can then say Acceleration or uh, YouTube.com slash Acceleration Church. Okay, we can do that. How many yeah. have not subscribed to the Acceleration Church page? On the YouTube. On the I'm YouTube. sorry. Sorry, sorry. YouTube Acceleration Church page. Yeah. Yeah, just download the, so, the YouTube app and then sign in with your Google account, Gmail, Google. It's all the same. If you don't have one, you can sign up for one right there. It's real easy. And then go search for Acceleration Church. And the one there's going to be two results. The one you want is the one with the green <coughs> and white X. And then just hit the subscribe button. And if you can't figure it out now, come see me after service and I'll help you get that going. And that goes for you, too, if you're watching online. If you haven't yet subscribed to the YouTube channel, please do. That really helps us out a lot. And hit the thumbs up button, too. Thank you. Yeah. One more announcement. <laughs> hit the thumbs up button and also um, send us a message. I think you can message just like on Facebook, right? And you can just, I was messaging on the way to church. So message and let us know that you're watching, and that will be awesome. We have one more announcement. Oh, you're so sweet. Is that for me? Yes, it's for you. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. Card. Thank you. Y'all are so precious. Thank you. This is my son, Kenta, for anybody who's watching that doesn't know, and my daughter-in-law, Tamar. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What are these called? Orchids. orchids. He gets me an orchid every year, and I usually have it dead by August. But, but it, this time it has instructions on it. It has instructions. Okay. You know, <laughs> awesome. You know. Well, let it sit right here by me. Thank you I just so want to say much. that I am very blessed to be your son, Aww. and I have, as you know, I have what three? I have two mothers, my grandmother and the mother-in-law. So I just like to say Happy Mother's Day and thank you for all the, the pushing. And uh, even though you you give me information and it doesn't come, 
I, I, don't, I don't retain it, but I do retain it. So just okay. thank you for just pushing into me. Well, thank you, baby, for coming into my life. You, 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 you're my heart, and you know that. You're my heart. I love you, and I'm so proud of you. Just so happy for the two of you and, and uh, all the babies that are coming. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Soon and very soon. Let me also say something, because I do just thank you so much for gathering me in. You know, I've never Aww. felt like a stranger around you. Aww. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a blessing not only with you, but then also to, to come with a, a son who, you know, <laughs> who has made a, a great future for me. And so it's been such a, a blessing being associated with you as being associated with blessings. So, Aww, y'all are so precious. <laughs> y'all trying to break me down before I got to preach, aren't you? <laughs> Amen. Well, you, you are a blessing, Tamar. I mean, I never thought... You know, I, I knew he, someday God was going to honor his prayers, but when I look at the, at the, at the product of his faith, what he believed God for would not settle for less. I'm just, um, it's beyond more the, it, it beyond words how happy I am just to see y'all so happy together and to have you as part of our life too. Amen. Love you, love you, love you. All right. What video? Yeah, yeah, see, I'm all discombobulated and all messed up. You know, it's Mother's Day, and you know we should honor our mothers today. And if you haven't called, texted, written, um, gone to see her, anything anything yet today, make sure you do it before the day's over. You know, not just those who are your biological mother, but those who've mothered you. It might be somebody in your neighborhood that was like a mother to you or a grandmother. I know how many of you just love grandmothers that step up and raise kids. I, I wouldn't be this person that I am today if it wasn't for my grandmother who stepped up to raise four children at my age. The baby was three months old. My sister was nine. My brother was eight. No, my, my, my sister was nine. I was eight. My brother was six. And then the baby was uh, three months old. And they stepped right up and took us in and took care of us. And those were right in those formative years, you know. Those were the years that uh, really taught me so much um, about being excellent. And uh, I saw my grandmother and grandfather have a wonderful marriage. And my grandmother was a virtuous woman. She would, you know, Grandpa would come home like 3 in the afternoon. He was a mailman. And Grandma would work hard all day to just get keep the house clean. She had asthma. So she would get up to vacuum and she'd vacuum, uh, and not just vacuum, but she, we had parquet floors and she would wax like, you know, a three by three section of parquet floor. And she'd have to go sit down and breathe and catch her breath. Then she'd get up and come in and wax three more feet of the floor and then she'd go sit down. And then by the end of the day, you know, she, when grandpa came home around three, three or four o'clock, <clears throat> she didn't just come to the door looking like she was sweating in a mess and, and hair and curlers and all that. She made sure she would put some makeup on and was looked pretty for Grandpa to come home and took care for her kids all day long. But when he came to the door, she was there to greet him with her makeup on and her hair done. And I thought, you know, I didn't really realize it until I, you know, became a grown woman myself. What, a, what an amazing example she was of uh, that Proverbs 31 woman. So, you know, for every woman who's modeled that in your life, make sure you give them a text today or a call today and let them know how much you appreciate that in your life. Amen? There was something else. I was, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we have prepared a video um, to honor moms today. So if you haven't, you know, I feel like maybe we should wait just a minute, should we, so that you can let your mom know to watch?
If your mom is still living, or you could just point her to the video. Were we going to post the video on our Facebook page? Yeah, we can post it on the Facebook page later, but let's just watch it right now. Okay, we'll watch it right now, but we can post it later. Let's honor our moms. Is that one second for each? <laughs> Why is Nick getting all that time? The music? This is, this is live TV, y'all. You know, it's just something about mom, isn't there? You know, when you're sick, you just want mom. <laughs> Something's going down. I just need mom. And you really appreciate her when she's gone and she's in heaven waiting for you. Whoo! You real that's when you really say, if I could just have one more time to just spend a little time with mom. So you know, ought to set the phones down more and shut down social media more and, and really spend some real time 
with mom as I was studying this morning. My, my puppy likes a lot of attention. And uh, so I was looking at the computer and I'm working on my sermon and I've got, you know, um, the computer right here and she's on the other side of the computer and she's just staring at me like, can you please get done with that? And so I picked my phone up and took a video of her looking at me like from, you just lift it up and above the screen, there's her face. And I'm like, what are you doing? I have to work. Leave me alone. So I brought the phone back down. Next thing she hits the screen <laughs> and tries to shut it. So, you know, we social media and, and having a device, electronic device with all the information we want right at our hands all the time is a wonderful thing. But sometimes it can get in, in the way of living in the right now. And uh, those moments that you could have with mom right now that you won't have later. I know we have eternity, but the time that we have in the gap is tough without our moms. So make sure you take some time to say hello and uh, and appreciate your mom today. All right, y'all ready for the word? All right, come on, let's make our faith declaration. Say, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to hear and apply his word. I'm about to know better so that I may do better have better, and be better. I am becoming everything God has destined me to be. I'm becoming everything the devil fears I'll be. And I'm becoming everything the haters say I could never be. So after today, I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Y'all come on and shout, I'm going to glorify God in my family. Amen. Well, open up your note sheets or if you have something you can write on at home and just take some notes, just kind of, you know, sometimes things just jump out to you in the sermon that really don't even have anything to do with the sermon. I always keep a notebook around me at home so that when I hear God speak something to me, I can write it down. You know, he's under no obligation to repeat himself. If you forget it. So um, yeah, the older you get, you want to write things down or pull up your notes in your phone and, and write it down. So take some notes this morning. So we're in this series all year long about the manifested glory of God. And uh, we can glorify God in any area that we choose to give over to him. Amen. When we give God our lives, then he has an opportunity to be glorified in it. So in our families, we've been talking about glorifying God in our families. And uh, last week we started with uh, lesson number one on how to overcome offense. Many families are broken and um, torn up today because of offense, because that is one of the greatest weapons that the enemy uses against us is when we become offended. And then we get into unforgiveness, and then we have a root of bitterness, and then, you know, there's no such thing as a bitter, loving Christian. So we have to guard against offense. And the Bible says that we should guard, keep and guard our hearts above all else that we guard. For out of it springs the issues of life. So we don't want to cause our families to be messed up or broken because of offense. So we talked about that last week. Now this week we want to talk about glorifying God in the family. We're going to discuss the subject of honor. And honoring today, of course, being Mother's Day is a day that's set aside just to honor mom and thank her for all that she does for us in our lives. So um, let's get going. So number one, we're going to be glorifying God in family. Number one under that topic is glorifying God in our family starts with a decision to honor. Decision to honor is your blank. Glorifying God in our family starts with a decision to honor, trust and serve God together. You know, when a family all gets on the same page and decides we're going to we're going to honor God together as a family, um, when the when the mom and dad have decided, you know, just like Joshua did in Joshua twenty four fifteen, as for me and my house and house can be interchanged with family. 
As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And in the message translation, it says, as for me and my family, we'll worship God. So house and family can be the same word oftentimes in scriptures. So um, glorifying God, it starts with a decision that we're going to, we're going to trust God. We're going to honor God. We're going to serve him together as a family. It's just wonderful. All the families that we have in this church that, that love God and serve God together. You know, the Flores family has been here almost 20 years serving God together. When we had television cameras, they would uh, all operate. Tele- there would be a Flores on every camera. We'd have four cameras out and there'd be a Flores on every camera serving God together. Now they come in and make tacos on Sunday mornings. The best homemade tacos, authentic Mexican tacos. They come in and make pancakes and make breakfast for us, but they do that as a family. They come in and they serve God together as, as a family. Latisha, the West family, and Barbara, her mom, they all serve God together in the church. The girls, the twins are on the praise team, and they serve God together in church. Jennifer and Susan, her mom, um, and Jennifer, they serve together as a family. It's a wonderful thing when you decide to serve God. As for me and my house, this is what we do. We serve God together. God begins to be glorified in your family. Amen. There's a special blessing that comes on your family too. Number two, families that choose to value and do the principles of the word of God will be blessed. So value and do. Value and do. Families that choose to value and do the principles of the word of God will be blessed. So we'll be blessed when we become doers of the word. And this applies also to our families as we want to live in blessed families. Amen. So Matthew seven twenty four through 27, we looked at this last week. This is one of our foundational texts for this. Um, get this point across that whenever we do the word of God, our house, our families will be blessed. Matthew seven twenty four says, therefore, therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and what? And does them, I will liken them to a wise man who built his house or his family on the rock. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that family. And it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. Verse 26, But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house or his family on sand. The rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. So we want to become doers of the word. Amen. That's the whole thing is that we value his word Above every other information source that we have. His word has the final authority. His word is what we're going to choose to do as a family. Amen. And so then, then that makes us strong. Amen. So Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 3. So if we value and do and do and do the word. Now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God. Would you underline that? Obey the voice of the Lord your God. Because, you know, we don't follow a set of commandments. Of course, we know what the commandments are. and We don't want to go against those commandments. But really, God wants to write the word on the tablets of our heart. He, we live with the, the precious Holy Spirit in our lives and in our hearts every single day. And he, he lets us know what you're about to do is not right. He lets you know what you're about to do is the right thing. He leads us and guides us. We're in fellowship and communion with him. Amen. So um, if you did diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth. Now, he's talking about the family of Israel. 
the, the nation of Israel was the people that God began to um, build from, from the ground up, which started with Abraham. So that the Lord, uh, he will set you high above all the nations of the earth. So God set you in a high place as a family. Amen? And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. He's trying to get that across to you there, isn't he? How many times has he said that? Because you obey, obey his voice. He said, um, blessed shall you be in the city. Blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground, and the increase of your herds. So in other words, you're going to live a blessed life of increase. The increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flocks. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl, your food. Blessed shall you be when you come in. Blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. Somebody say, this is sounding good. Then verse 8 says, The Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself, just as he sworn to you. If you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways, then all peoples of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord and they shall be afraid of you. And the Lord will grant you plenty of goods in the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock, and in the produce of your ground, in the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers to give you. The Lord will open to you his good treasure, the heavens, to give the rain to your land in its season, and to bless all the work of your hand. You shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not beneath. If you heed the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, and are careful to observe them. Amen. So he wants us to live a blessed life as we become doers of the word. Amen. And we decide as a family, we're going to do the word. If it hurts, we still going to do the word. If it feels uncomfortable, I'm still going to do the word. Amen. Because sometimes faith is not comfortable. Faith is very uncomfortable. But when we, when we decide we're going to do it God's way, then we're going to get the results of the word in our life and we're going to be blessed. Amen. So we're going to have blessed families. So number two, let's talk about this thing called honor as we're honoring moms today. This is a principle that's more than just one day or two days a year, Mother's Day, Father's Day. This is a principle that works every day, all day. Amen. So honor, number one. God requires that we honor him and each other. He requires that we honor him and each other. Luke 10, 27 says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. So see, when we make a decision to love God, and we make a decision to let him be Lord of our life, then that, that automa- makes some decisions automatic. I don't even have to pray about it. It makes some other decisions automatic. Like he's saying, if you're going to love me, you got to love people. Because <laughs> God loves people. And you got to honor people. And you got to treat people right. Don't we all want to be treated right? We, wanna, we don't want to be treated any kind of way or, or mistreated or, or what have you. We want to be treated kindly. We want to be treated the way that we should be treated. And so God asked us to give 1900 and 1920 that that was, they call that the greatest generation. And it's, it's really fading away at this time because they're, you know, it, they're almost 100 years old. But they honored others 
like I said, because it was the right thing to do, and they were taught to honor and respect. And I know me, I'm, I'm a baby boomer. I was born in 1963, so, you know, you were taught to honor and respect. You'd get the right hand of fellowship <laughs> real quick. You know, you you go honor me. You might not like this, but you go, you go eat them peas because that honors me when you eat them peas. <laughs> you know, you're going to do what, you know, you're going to do what mama said. You're going to do what daddy said. I shared a video on Facebook a couple weeks ago. With this little child, <laughs> little little white girl, probably about five. No, she she was she was just about to get big teeth. She had all her teeth, so she was like, and she was in a car seat, but she was she was four, old enough to know better. She wanted some gum, and her mom wouldn't give her some gum, so she threw a fit like I have never seen, kicking the seat, screaming, and then she. St- spit on her mother and was like, was spitting. Now, if a child is old enough to know how to spit and how disrespectful that is, I have never gotten so many comments on any post I've ever posted anywhere. I'm like, so what would you do if this was your child? Most people are like, honey, (laughs) you don't want to know what I would do. First thing is I would pull that car over. She would have never had a chance to spit again after that. Uh, you know, because you're going to honor, you are going to respect. But even in parenting, does anybody else see that people just not parenting anymore? This mother was videotaping this child, throwing a temper tantrum. She says, look at you. You just look disgusting. I think was the word that she said. You look disgusting. Well, she needed to look punished is what she, and I realized maybe mom was driving, but she needed to be corrected. She said, okay, when you get home, you're going to go to bed. There would, how many, your mama would have pulled over and, and whatever was close to her hand would have been applied to your backside. My mother had those sandals, those little thin leather sandals that, you know, that just go between your toes. Cause it was like a six shooter. She could pull it off, put it back on before you knew what had happened. She had tore you up. Cause you know, there's a direct link from the behind to the brain. Direct link. You ain't got to beat them. You ain't got to stripe them. What Michael Jackson talked about electric cords and that kind of stuff. You ain't got to do all that. Just a little paddle on the behind will, um, you know, straighten, straighten. And moms know how to do that, right? Amen. You know, um, sometimes you have to be tough. Murray feels like I'm a little too tough on Bendy. He said, uh, he said, I can't pop her. I said, well, I can. <laughs> she grabbed a hold of the curtains the other day. I'm like, yeah, I can, I can parent this dog. I'm going to have to take authority over a dog. Amen. So you have to, you know, we have to take authority of those children and teach them to respect authority. And I just see in this generation that parenting is not going down like it used to. Kids are not being corrected. And I'm sure that there's extremes on both sides, a ditch on both sides of the road, but I'm telling you, um, things have changed. And I, I, I downloaded some pictures I want you to look at just in the last hundred years how things have changed. This was an automobile a hundred years ago. And that was just, and now look, in a hundred years, things have changed. Uh, this is one song on a, on a uh, record player. That, that little thing would play one song. Now look, all the songs of the world are right there at your fingertips on this little watch. It used to take... Um, Let's see, like five to six days to fly from London to New York. Now you can do it in five hours. Used to, you'd take one bath a week with borax. Now you take baths every day, sometimes, you know, more than once a day. This is a, 
Huh? Borax was what they used to use to bathe you with. Electricity, they were just working with it a hundred years ago. Now look at the electricity. It runs the world. Look at the changes in a hundred years. Um, there should be another picture before that one, a black and white with them looking at a Petri dish. You didn't get that one? Okay. So a hundred years ago, they were just learning about antibiotics. Now they can make 3D organs for your body with a 3D printer. Men would live to be around 48 years old a hundred years ago. Now 50 people are just getting started. What else you got? Telephone. If you wanted to call somebody in another city, another state, you had to use something that looked like this and you, you were stuck right there. Nowadays, you can use Zoom and be on a Zoom call. Do you have that picture? Yeah, like he's in France and she's in America. And they're, they're, they can see each other while they're talking. In a 100 years, just a 100 years. Is that it? Yeah, so that's a lot of changes in a 100 years. Think about the moral changes that have happened between then and now. Family changes between then and now. It's Everything is, is much different, amen? But honor, even though the generation is, is changing and things have changed, but honor is an unchanging principle in the word of God that when I work it, we get the results of blessing in our lives. So honor is something that will cause us to have blessing in our lives. Do you hear that? Honor will cause us to be blessed in our lives. When we honor those that God wants us to honor, we honor him. And that causes our lives to be blessed. Number three, if I trust the principle of honoring others, I can do it when I don't feel like it. Whoa, because sometimes we just don't feel like honoring others. But if I respect the principle, then I stay anchored in it. I trust the principle of honoring them that I can do it when I don't feel it. You know, we intentionally, God wants us to intentionally be kind to one another and to honor God. So the first, the first uh, person that we honor is God. First Samuel 2.30 says, those who honor me, what does he say he'll do? Those who honor me, I will honor. And, you know, he says that Jesus said, whoever honors me, honors the one who sent me. You know, God sent a mama to your life or sent you to a woman's life and you, she became your mother. God, when you honor her, you honor the one who sent her or sent you and put you together. Amen. That honors God. So when we honor, when we honor God, God will honor us. And Proverbs 3, 9 through 10 says, honor the Lord. He wants us to honor him with our possessions and with the first fruits of all our increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. So see there, when I honor God with my substance and with my finances, when I honor him with the tithe and with offerings, then that opens up him to honor me in my life with blessings that overflow. Amen. All right. And then the Bible tells us that it teaches us that we should honor ministry leaders. First Timothy five seventeen. it says the elders who direct the affairs of the church. Well, are worthy of double honor, especially those who work um, in preaching and teaching, whose work is preaching and teaching. So we should honor our ministry leaders. We should never try to become too comfortable or too. Um, what's that word? Familiar, familiar. Um, the Bible says that familiarity breeds contempt. So, you know, I love everybody, but I'm not called to be your friend. I'm called to be your pastor. 
When you get into a mess and you get into trouble, you don't want me to just be Sally. You want me to be your pastor. Amen? And you pull on that anointing. So I'm not saying that we should, you know, set ministry leaders up as God, but that we should we should reverence and honor the office. Amen? Amen. And so when we honor, you know, I honor uh, Apostle Hilliard, you know, um, somebody, <laughs> we had this building before, um, Sweet 160, which is the other pastors, you jump over the liquor store, and that place was where my office was. And I was doing some design work for Bishop at that time uh, for his uh, children's ministry. So I was taking pictures of some tiles and things outside. I'd taken them out. And there was a guy who worked next door in an insurance company that was a member of his church. And he came out, and he started talking about, about Bishop. He said, oh, you doing that for Bishop Hilliard? I said, yes, I am. And he said, he made some sort of a snide comment, and I just sort of stopped for a minute and made my spirit go, Urgh. and I turned around and looked at him and just gave him the look. Then I turned back, and then he said something again. I, I, I won't even say what he said because it just made me so mad. He said something again. I set my camera down. I had to take it off my and I set the camera down, I set down everything I had on, I took my earrings off, and I looked at him, and I said, you say one more thing about my bishop, and I'm going to knock you out. I was serious, too. I was absolutely serious, because his his mouth has my future in it. I go, and, and he pours into my life, and he's poured things into my life that I wouldn't be sitting here today still preaching the gospel if he had not poured out of himself into my life. So I will honor him, and I'm not going to let anybody dishonor him. That's why anybody tries to talk about your pastor. I ain't saying knock him out, but you need to give him the look. Because listen, the day that somebody decides they're going to come and talk about somebody you care about to you, they've identified a flaw in you. You don't let anybody talk about people that you care about. You know, start talking about my mama. I will, you know, you don't say, you, people will get their feathers ruffled if you start talking about my mama. Don't you talk about my mama. <laughs> Amen. So people that we honor, you know, we we don't let them we don't let them talk we don't let them talk about us. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. And then all authority. The Bible says that we should honor and give respect to those who are in authority. Romans thirteen seven, give respect and honor to those who are in authority. Police officers. We watch live PD all the time. You cannot believe the dumb stuff that people do. Anybody else watch that show Live PD? It is very interesting. And 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 just amazes me how many people have no driver's license, have no insurance, they got warrants, they got drugs in the car, um, what, guns, they got guns in the car. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just surprised how many people, and then want to get in the, in the police officer's face and talk stupid. You know, I just, it's just such a disrespectful generation that we're in right now that people, you know, don't even respect police officers. I'm not saying police officers always get it right. But they're out there on the front lines and, and they're part of the authority that helps keep the peace and the order in the land. And so we gotta respect them. Amen? We gotta honor them. Romans 13.1. Everyone must submit himself to the governing authorities. Even if your party didn't get elected, we still have to respect the office. You know, when, if, if somebody else comes and gets in or if, you know, say, say, um, you, you're hoping that another party takes over at this election and uh, that person gets it. Don't you want everybody to honor them? Amen. Amen. So we have to give honor at least to the office. And, and, and you wouldn't want to do the job. Let's just say it's president. That's a hard job. Until you're in somebody's shoes. You've never seen anybody age as much as a president does. 
When you look within t- 10 years or however long they're in office, they go gray-headed, they get wrinkles, they got bags under their eyes. That's a hard job to have the weight literally of the world on your shoulders. And so we got to pray for them. The Bible says that we got to pray for all those who are in authority over us. Romans 13:1. everyone must submit himself to the governing authorities for there is no authority except that which God has established. The author- authorities that exist have been established by God. And it may be for a season that somebody's elected that you don't care anything for. But you have to respect the office. Amen. As, a, as Christians, that's what we do. There's a lot of hate going on. And I just, it just, it just, it just really makes you, um, uncomfortable. Just so much hate. So we respect and we honor authority and honor the office of, uh, authority that people hold in our lives. And then, of course, you've gotta, you gotta honor your boss. Got to treat your boss with respect. Colossians three twenty three through twenty four. Work willingly at whatever you do, as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. Remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward, and that and that is the master you are serving, and that master you are serving is Christ. So really, I'm going to work, and I'm working for you, but I'm serving like I'm serving Him. Amen. And that's really what releases blessings on your life. You know, you can talk bad about me. You can treat me bad. Whatever you do, I'm going to still serve with excellence. Amen. As if I was serving the Lord and you give honor. And then, of course, we're supposed to honor each other. Romans 12:10 says, love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Romans 12:10 in the um, in this uh, uh, version is uh, outdo one another in showing honor. In the message translation, be good friends who love deeply. Practice playing second fiddle. Wow, isn't that good? That we put others above ourselves. That we came to serve just like Jesus did. We're here to serve and not be served. We would keep that mindset. That would be a mindset of honoring. Then First Peter 2.17 says, Honor all people. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. And honor the king. Amen. Leviticus 19.32. You shall rise before the gray-headed and honor the presence of an old man. And fear your God. I am the Lord. How about that? Remember, we grew up being taught to honor and, and to uh, obey our elders, didn't we? If they were just older than we were, we had to say yes. Sir. We were taught. My mom taught us to say yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. If you just said yes, she'd say yes, what? Because you're going to honor me just because I'm older. Anybody else? You were raised like that. Amen. Amen. You're going to honor them just because they're older than you are. So you shall rise before the gray-headed and honor the presence of an old man. Fear your God. I'm the Lord. And then in marriage, we're supposed to honor Marriage, the institution of marriage, is to be held in high regard. Hebrews 13.4 says, uh, Give honor to marriage and remain faithful to one another in marriage. Husbands should honor wives. 1 Peter 3.7 I like that big amen from back there. (laughs) Um, Says the man who's been married for how many years? 39 years with how many children? Eight children, praise the Lord. That's a successful family over there. So husbands, honor your wives. First, be, be good husbands to your wives. Honor them. Would you underline that? Delight in them. 
Well, if we just did those two things right there, my goodness, we'd have a great marriage, right? As women, they lack some of your advantages. But in the new life of God's grace, you're equals. Treat your wives then as equals so your prayers don't run aground. Wow. Husbands, when you, when you dishonor or treat your wife ugly, your prayers don't get through. Your prayers hit the ceiling and come back down. God says, uh-uh, go make things right. Get that right. Then come talk to me. Proverbs 18.22 says, He who finds a wife, Finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Don't forget she's your good thing. Roy, you better treat her like she's your good thing. Amen. Amen. She's a good thing. And if you treat her, you got to treat her like she's a good thing. Amen. And you obtain the favor of the Lord when you find a wife. The favor of God rests on your life. Amen. Ephesians 5.33 says, However, each one of you must also love his wife as he loves himself. And the wife must respect her husband. Must respect her husband. You know, men can live without a lot of things, but respect is not one of them. If you're disrespecting him and he's around people who who respect him in other areas, that's not going to last long. You need to be his biggest cheerleader. You need to be the one who builds him up, tells him he's looking fine, tell him everything he needs to hear. Amen? Because men, men need to be, husbands need to be respected. Listen to this. Wives honor husbands. In, ampl- in the Amplified Version of Ephesians 5.33 says, However, let each man of you without exception, I love that, without exception, love his wife as being in a sense his very own self. And let the wife see that she respects and reverences her husband. Look at what that means, that she notices him, regards him. Honors him, prefers him, venerates and esteems him, and that she defers to him. Come on, second fiddle. Praises him and loves and admires him exceedingly. Whoo, that's a lot. There's another big amen back there from the 39-year corner. Amen. And now look at this, 1 Peter 3, 1 through 2 in the Amplified. This is why I love the Amplified. When you read this, it really opens up the, the meaning of it. Um, it says, in like manner, you married women, be submissive to your own husbands, subordinate yourselves as being secondary to and dependent on them, and adapt yourselves to them, so that even if any do not obey the word of God, they may be won over not by discussion, but by the godly lives of their wives, when they observe the pure and modest way in which you conduct yourselves, together with your reverence for your husband, respect, you are to feel for him all that reverence includes. Listen to this, y'all. To respect, defer to, revere him, to honor, esteem, appreciate, prize, and in the human sense, to adore him. That is to admire, praise, be devoted to, deeply love, and enjoy your husband. Hallelujah. So honor, we, we, when we honor each other in marriage, it causes our marriage to be successful, which causes our families to be successful. Amen. So parents are supposed to honor their children. Our children obey their, obey and honor their, their parents. Parents, you shouldn't, um, 
Oh, goodness. What is that scripture? Don't provoke them to wrath. Don't provoke them. So you got to, you know, we got to correct them, but we can't break their spirits. Amen. So parents, Ephesians 6, 1 through 3. You know what? When you don't correct your children, they don't know how to live in the world. They, they, they have a, a, a wrong concept of what life is going to be like. Welcome to life, child. <laughs> you know, chores. There will be chores to be done in this house. You know, you have to give them some responsibility so they understand what responsibility is. I've never seen anything like people who are 25, 26, 30 years old still living at home with parents with no responsibility. So they have to be taught to be responsible. And you start with chores. You start with things that they are responsible for and you, and you have to enforce it. You know, you have to enforce it. God gave Adam and Eve the garden. And he gave them rules that went along with it, guidelines and consequences. In the day that you eat of this tree, you can eat from every other tree. But in the day that you eat from this tree, you, you, you got to go. And dying you shall die. There were guidelines and consequences. And when they messed up, no sense in arguing about it. Come on, let's go. Y'all got to go. We don't have to have a bunch of drama. Because we knew what the guidelines were. We knew what the consequences were. We're not going to have a bunch of shouting and yelling and that kind of thing. That we, we have to teach our children about what the real world is like. And they're going to have to be responsible human beings. Amen. So children, you got to obey your parents. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. Ephesians 6, 1 through 3, for this is right. Verse 2 says, honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you. And you may live a long, live long on the earth. So you extend your life when you honor your parents. Whoo, that's good. You want to know how to live a good long life? Honor your parents, not just because they're honorable. Because some haven't been. But when you honor them, you honor God. This is a first, com- first commandment with a promise. So this co- is really the only commandment that comes with a promise. That if you'll, if you'll honor your father and mother, you will live long on the earth. And it will be well with you. That it may be well with you. That you'll live a blessed life. Amen? So that's, that's glorifying God in your family to cause you to be blessed. And then 1 Samuel 2.30, those who honor me, I will honor. You know, uh, God got a hold of me as, just not long after I got saved. Um, I was leaving church and I was so excited, you know, couldn't wait to go to church. I was there every time the doors were open, served in every department they'd let me serve in. I'm sure I got on all their nerves, but I, I really loved me some God. I was so grateful to be forgiven, so grateful to have a new life. I could leave the way of living that I'd lived all that way, that all that time that was just so unfulfilling. I was so happy to finally be on the right path. And, uh, as I was leaving, I'm with my happy self, driving in the car home. The Spirit of God speaks to me, the still small voice, and he says, why won't you honor your mother? And, you know, we were taken away from our mother when I was eight years old, and um, I didn't see her again until I was like 17 years old. I was like a grown woman when I, when I met her again or saw her again. And she, she never came to get me. I always wondered as a child, why, you know, why didn't she come get me? Which would have been the worst thing that could have happened to my life. But as a child, you know, you don't understand that. Why didn't she come get me? She didn't love me. So I had an attitude towards my mom. I had some, a grudge against her because she didn't take care of me. You know, a lot of us may have some grudges against our parents that it makes us feel like we cannot honor them. But here God is calling me on the carpet. He said, why won't you honor your mother? I said, well, and I gave him an honest answer. 
I said, well, she never done anything for me. And he said, well, were you not born out of her body? You got me there. Yes, I was. Looked just like her. And he said, well, when you honor her, you honor me because I've commanded you to honor her. I said, okay, I'll take my spanking. I'll honor her. Show me how I can honor her because I really didn't have anything to do with her. And she knew not to call because I wouldn't take her calls. I had my own photography studio in Old Town Spring. The next day I'm at work, working on artwork. And my staff knew that if she called, don't put her through. Tell her I'm busy or I'll call her back, which I would not do. Literally, I didn't care about my mother because I didn't think she ever cared about me. So when she called that day, I said, okay, put her through. So I picked up the phone. I said, hey, Mama, how are you doing? She said, well, I'm, I'm doing okay. She said, I, I just moved into, I'm moving into a new apartment, and I just wondered, you know, I know you're busy, but I just wondered if you would come and, and help me fix it up a little bit. So normally I would have been way too busy, not doing it, not coming. I would have had an excuse, but I knew God had just spoken to my heart the night before, and I said, okay, yeah, I'll do that. When do you want to do it? Well, can we do it this week? Which meant I would have to go after work and go to her house. And then did I mention my mom was a cat woman? She always had umpteen cats in the house. And with that many cats, there's a whole lot of cat poop. So it was very uncomfortable and unpleasant to go and visit her. But I still said, because I want to honor God, I'm going to honor her and go. So I got stuff together. I gathered up pillows and candles and incense and pictures and little things I could just do to help her fix up her place. And I went to um, to her house. And I honestly, I had a good time. And I enjoyed being around my mother and helping her fix things up. And I love to decorate and that type of thing. So I had I really had a good time. So I got ready to leave. And um, I walked out the door and she said, Sally, I just want to tell you thank you. I said, oh, no big deal. It, it's no big deal. She said, no, I want to just say thank you because I was feeling like I didn't know what I was going to do because I felt like I just wasn't good enough for any of my kids. Like she was hinting that she was thinking about possibly taking her life. Because she felt like, you know, none of her kids want anything to do with her. So it really made me think, wow, my, my, God loves my mom enough to talk to me and straighten me out to do the right thing and honor her because her life wasn't supposed to be over. Not at that time. Now, she got liver cancer, not liver cancer. She had cirrhosis of the liver and um Became very ill very fast. Like she found out in January and by September she was already gone to heaven. But um, she came and stayed with me in my house and I took care of her for several months. And oh my goodness, I enjoyed that time with her so much. I got a couple of little kittens and brought them and, and let her have the kittens in, in the room because she loved cats so much. These are just little baby kittens. So she would, I'd bring her coffee to her every morning. I brought her breakfast to her every morning, helped her get dressed. Whatever she needed, she'd come sit with me outside and say she was going to help me gardening. And she couldn't pick up anything. She was just wobbling and, and everything. But it was just so good to have her company there and to have that. It's just not, nobody like your mama. Nobody like your mama. And I'm so grateful that I got that time to get to know her and to have her. You know, that uh, that she didn't just die and go to heaven and I didn't get that. But isn't God good that he gave me that back? But it starts with honoring. And, and maybe your parent, you know, maybe mistreated you. Maybe they weren't in your life. Um, and, and you feel like, how can I honor them because of how bad they've been? Find some way. 
Ask God to show you some way. My question to him was, show me how. And the next day she called. So just give God that question. Show me how to honor him. And then it goes against your feelings. It goes against how you feel. Because you feel like, in my, in my flesh dwells no good thing. And this flesh says, uh-uh. But the Spirit of God in me, the Spirit within me that, that, that loves God, wants to do His will and to do His thing. So you got to go with that voice. Amen? Amen? All right. So let's look at demonstrating honor. This is going to be really quick. Number one, honor is demonstrated through respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Respect. Uh, don't take people for granted. Respect is deep admiration, thoughtfulness, consideration. Thoughtfulness, consideration, deep admiration. Matthew seven twelve says, So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. So this really, this sums up the whole Old Testament. In everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. Even if you don't feel like it. Even if mom gets on your nerves. You know, go and sit with her. Go and pick her up and take her to lunch. Go and do something. Do something to honor her. Amen? Deep admiration, thoughtfulness, consideration. Consider, one day you're going to be the old one. Amen? What I make happen for someone else, God will make happen for me. Amen? Message translation, look at this. It says, here is a simple rule of thumb guide for behavior. Ask yourself what you want people to do for you, then grab the initiative and do it for them. (laughs) That's so good. Number two, honor is demonstrated through resources. Through resources. You demonstrate your honor to others through your resources, through gifts. What do they like? You know, we like to honor mom with a little gift on Mother's Day. You always think, well, what does she like? I love, I love these plants. Absolutely love them. Kenta gets me one every single year. This one is going to live and not die and declare the works of the Lord in Jesus name. Thank you for the instruction, son. Yeah, no, no, no. I actually have a splinter in my arm for one of these. It, it, uh, the, the little sticks that hold them will splinter off and I reach down to pick it up, I think to finally sing a sad song and throw it in the trash one year because I had killed it and a little piece of it went in my arm and there's still a little splinter like this long stuck in my arm. But anyway, that doesn't, that doesn't have anything to do with anything. Amen. So what are they like? You can't say I honor you and not take care of you. First Timothy 5.8, if anyone does not provide for his own, and especially for those of his household, he's denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. So don't let mama need something and you not take care of it. The Bible talks about that too. You're not going to take care of your parents? Oh, yes, you are. You're not a believer if you don't take care, take care and help them with what they need. Number three, honor is demonstrated through remembering. Through remembering. You know how easy it is for us to get amnesia? We have a tendency to forget the things that people do for us or that others do for us. Mom, mom has earned the right to ask you for a favor or for some help. Mom's earned the right to ask you to take out the trash kiddos that are watching. Mom's earned the right. I mean, she got you that cell phone you wanted. What else? She stayed up nights with you and took care, took care of you when you were sick, helped you with that project 
that was due and you didn't know what you were going to do. She stayed up all night and got it done for you. She took you here, took you there. She prayed for you, cooked for you, took care of you, washed your clothes, bought you clothes when you needed them, got you a phone. Too much to list. But she's earned the right to ask. And if, if she didn't do any of that, she gave birth to you. Amen? So it's demonstrated through remembering. Don't forget the stuff that people do for you. And maybe it's not just mom. You know, when people do something for you, remember it and honor them for it. Amen? All right, number four. Honor is demonstrated through responsibility. Nurture and care in marriage. I do means I will. Amen. And it means I'm going to do my best. Marriage begins to break down when we stop giving our best. So we make life easier for one another. We refresh one another by doing what you can do to refresh them. Proverbs 11, uh, 25 says, He who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. And then number five, honor is demonstrated through recognition. Through recognition. It's an outward expression of honor. Brag on your spouse. Brag on your mom. Like Kenta standing here this morning breaking me all the way down by saying such sweet things. And for Tamar saying such sweet things. That's just an outward expression of honor. You know, people need to hear. People need to hear that you appreciate them. And, and sort of call back to them the things that they've done. Amen? Your boss. Your dad. Your children. 1 Thessalonians 5.11, Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up. That's honor. Just as, in fact, you are doing. Wear your wedding ring in your marriage. That honors your spouse. Amen. Number six, honor is demonstrated through rebuke. Through rebuke. Proverbs 13, 24. I'm going to get y'all to help me in a minute and see what y'all can come up with. Some things that I didn't think of. I want to see some, hear some things that you can think of that shows honor in your family. But honor is demonstrated through rebuke. Proverbs 13, 24. He who spares his rod hates his son, but he who loves him disciplines him promptly. So through rebuke, whenever, you know, through correction, You know, um, message translation says a refusal to correct is a refusal to love. There have to be special cases of correction in families. Um, You know, don't let me make a fool of myself. If I'm doing something that's not right or something that's messed up or something I have a blind spot and I don't see, take me aside privately and tell me. Amen? Don't you feel like that in your family? Don't you want somebody to say, hey, wait a minute, let's look at this from another angle. Amen? So we look out for each other. Tell me what you see. You see a side I don't see. Proverbs 27, 6 says, Faithful are the wounds of a friend. Hallelujah. So if you see me making a mistake and don't say anything, that's not honor or love. And you know what? you got to be big enough to let somebody tell you. Don't get defensive. If somebody just needs to talk about something that's bothering them or tell them about something in your behavior that's causing pain or something that, that doesn't look right or something that, you know, is just out of sorts or out of, out of order, be big enough to let somebody tell you what they see. Now you gotta come correctly. Amen. There's a way and, and a way to, to talk to people and a way not to talk to people. Amen. You don't want to be offensive. But be big enough to let somebody tell you what they see. Do not correct in public. It's dishonorable to correct people in front of people. Do it privately. Matthew 18, 15. If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between what? You and him alone. Tell him privately. 
If they won't hear you, then bring somebody with you. And if they still won't hear you, bring the whole church. Amen. All right, number seven. Honor is demonstrated through restoration. Through restoration. And that is through forgiving one another. Restoring each other when we mess up. We don't throw people out when they make a mistake. Amen. Especially in family. That's your family. That's your people. Amen. Yes, we can't be done. You don't get to be done. You know, we, we restore people when they make a mistake. Uh, you got to say, you know what? I am not going to give up on you. I'm here with you. Ride or die. Amen. And you never need to worry if I'm going to show up for another round to have your back. People need to know I, I'm honoring you. I got your back. You know, if you call me, I got your back. I got you and I'll restore you if you mess up, you know, um, I'm not going to hold it against you, but I'm going to restore you. Galatians 6, 1 says, live creatively, friends. If someone falls into sin, forgivingly restore him, saving your critical comments for yourself. You might be needing forgiveness before the day's out. Now, y'all help me think of some. Somebody think of one that maybe starts with an R that you could show honor. Reading together, reading the word together. That's a good one. That's a good one. Quality time starts with an R. Recreation. Recreation. That's a good one. All right. Rendezvous. Vacation together. Somebody else think of one. A way that you, huh? Relaxing together. That's good. You honor. What is that? Relating, relating to them, take, taking time to see things from another person's angle. That's relating. That's good. That's a real good one. Sometimes we only see things like we see them, but we should, you know, take time to um, maybe see a situation from another person's point of view and, and um, you know, ch- make some changes. Make some changes in, in, our, in the way we do things or the way we see things. Amen? Come on, think of some more. Romance. Woo! That's a good one. Amen. And uh, if you're not a romantic person, you don't like kissing and all that kind of stuff, you know, you got to kind of say, well, I'm going to honor you because I know you need that. Amen. But it does sound like we have a problem back there with 39 years in the corner. <laughs> we got two romancers back there. Is that is that true? Are y'all both romantic or is just one or the other? He's romantic. You're like, uh. So you, you're like, okay, well, I'm going to yield for you. I'm going to be romantic for you. Wait a minute. Say it again. Say it again. Oh, let's see how he just acknowledged her and publicly lifted her up by saying it's reciprocal. That's a good, that's a good R word too. Reciprocal. Being reciprocal. That's good. What role modeling, that's good. That's a way to honor, to honor God and honor those in your life by living a life of, that's an example, being a role model. That's very good. Somebody else. I know you got one on your lips, Roy. I, you got one on the tip of your tongue. What about relatives? Getting along on purpose. You know, when there's relatives that are, you know, you got in-laws and outlaws, and you got to get along with them all. Amen. Yeah, require some reconnaissance. <laughs> all right. Any other R word? Anybody watching online that can 
Give us an R word that you can think of how you could honor someone in your family or honor people in your family or just honor people, not even just family, but honor people in general, in just in, in general. Rebuild. Rebuild. Expound on that. Rebuild. Amen. Yeah, she's saying storms sometimes do happen in your life and you have to you have to turn around and rebuild, you know, and we we we're going to make a comeback. Amen. Making comebacks together. How about radical? You're radical about your spouse and your family. You know, there's no opposite sex that's going to approach you because everybody knows how radical you are about your wife or how radical you are about your husband. You know, don't even don't even bring, you know, don't even bring that over here. Amen. Amen. What about rearranging? Going out of your way when you're rearranging, you're going out of your way to honor someone else. I'll rearrange my schedule for you. This is what I was going to do, but I'll rearrange my schedule for you in order to honor you. Like the other night, Murray and I were watching a movie. I I just felt really honored when he did this, and it's just a little thing. We were watching a movie. It's a terrible movie. I wasn't even really enjoying it, but he seemed to kind of be enjoying it. I don't know. He might have been enjoying it just for me. I don't know. But his friend called, and he was talking to his friend. His friend wanted to be kind of chatty for him, and he says, Look, I'm watching a movie with my wife right now. i got to go. And I thought, how sweet is that, that he preferred me above the friend that wanted to talk right now and, and, and hung up so that we could enjoy our movie together. Yes, Roy? Recognizing. Recognizing. Give me something. Recognizing. Yeah. That may be such a little thing, but it's yeah. recognition. Recognizing. That's good. Oh, that's good. That you recognize something that she did? What was it, Sherry? Tell us. Was it something you can say in public? Okay. Aw. Aw. That's so sweet. Well, she was having a rough time yesterday because I guess your mother has passed. And she, is this your first Mother's Day without her? Okay, it's been like six years her mother passed away. And Roy recognized that she was having a rough time, a rough day. And he said all the right things and recognized she was having a tough time and, and was was there to help her to have a better day. That's so good. I'm so proud of y'all. Yeah. Amen. Amen. When you're sensitive to others, he's saying it comes back to you and inspires you and, and it lifts you up. Gives you so much in return. All right, somebody else. Who's got another R word? Reward. Okay, talk about it. That's right. Reward. She's saying reward. The more you put in, the more you're going to get back. That's so good. Anybody else? Repenting. Woo, that's a good one. Saying you're sorry. You honor, you honor others when you, when you repent. And that preaches more than any sermon you could ever preach to your children, to your spouse, to your boss, to your coworkers. When you, when you mess up and you own it. That's me. I take full responsibility and you repent and turn around and say, I'm going to, I'm going to work on never doing that again because it bothers you. That's a good one. Good one, Courtney. Anybody else? We've got one from online. It says, remind, remind yourself that the little issues aren't such a big deal. Let stuff go and don't dwell on it. Ooh, that's a good one. Who was that from? That was uh, Jenna. That was from Jenna? Jenna. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jenna. That was a good one. Really good. 
All right. Anybody else online? That was it so far. Well, praise God. Anybody else have one? Reconciliation. Talk about it. About reconciling. Yes. Amen. Amen. That's good. We can honor others by reconciling them, by putting things back together. Amen. What is it? Even if it's not our fault. Ooh. Ooh. That's a tough, that would make your flesh go. No, I'm not going to do it. That'll make your flesh rear up right there. Even if it's not your fault. Reconcile. Even if it's not your fault. Woo, that's tough. But that's what the mature do. Amen. The ones that are going to be doers of the word. That are going to be <clears throat> the head and not the tail. And all that stuff that we like to shout about. It comes about because we're doers of his word. And we just choose. We're going to grow up. Amen. And be mature. What did y'all learn anything today? All right, well, let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that it's been planted in our hearts skillfully. Lord, we declare a hundredfold return on this word that, Lord, we will honor you with our lives. And as we honor you, we honor others. Lord, we thank you that those in our lives, you that, that we should be honoring, that, Lord, you'll open our eyes like you gave me that special gift of showing me an area that I was in error and that I needed to correct, honor, and love my mother. So, Father, I thank you for all that I gained back by doing that. So, Lord, we just ask you for any area in our lives where we are um, out of sorts or, or where we're out of place or where we're dishonoring. Lord, we just ask you in Jesus' name that you would show it to us so that we can obey quickly and, uh, and, move, and move back into your will for our lives. We thank you for it, Father God. We just declare that our families are glorifying you even more than we ever have before. Lord, we just thank you that we're growing, that we're going from glory to glory, that we're learning some things that we're not only learning, but, Lord, we're putting them into practice. We're doing it. We're making it part of our lives. We thank you for it. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, maybe you're watching today. I know everyone in here is a believer, but if maybe you're watching today and uh, you haven't accepted Jesus as your Savior, let me just pray with you a simple prayer. You've maybe felt God tugging on your heart throughout this sermon. That's God. That's the Holy Spirit touching your heart to get you to to um, acknowledge Him and open up to Him and begin to talk to Him and to invite Him into your life. So let me pray a simple prayer of invitation for God to come into your life with you. Um, if you would, just bow your heads, close your eyes, repeat after me. Say, Father, I confess to you that I am a sinner. I have messed up, sometimes on purpose. And sometimes, I'm sure I just didn't know. But I'm sorry for my sins, and I ask you to forgive me. I believe you sent Jesus to die on the cross for my sins. And I believe that you raised him from the dead on the third day, Jesus, come into my heart and into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Teach me, guide me, and fill me with your Holy Spirit. I'm trusting you alone to save me in Jesus' name. Well, if you prayed that prayer and you really meant it in your heart, you got to let somebody know. You can't, nobody gets to just sneak into heaven. You've got to let somebody know that you prayed to receive Jesus today. So what we'd like for you to do is just to simply go on the Acceleration Church app. If you haven't downloaded it, go to the Apple Store or the Google Play Store and download the Acceleration Church 
app. It has a little circle with an X on it that's sort of an aqua color. So um, you'll know that it's the correct Acceleration Church. And uh, there's, a, there's a button on our app that says Salvation. If you would just simply click that button and fill out the little form at the end that lets us know that you prayed to receive Christ, we want to send you a little pamphlet that will give you information about what steps you take now on your journey because you've literally just begun a journey with Jesus Christ and you've got to make the right steps on your, on your journey so that you'll be successful. So we want to get that into your hands. So we just say blessings on you, uh, on your new walk with Christ in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, it's offering time, y'all. Let's get ready to give into the kingdom of God. And uh, giving on the app is the best way to give, um, the easiest way to give. Um, you can always mail in your your offering if you... Um, live in the Houston Humble area, you can uh, bring it by or you can mail it to 7211 FM 1960 Suite 100 Humble, Texas 77338. Um, you can call me. There's my phone number. You can call me at uh, that phone number if you have, if you need instructions about how to give, um, after we end this broadcast today. But the easiest way is to go to, um, download the Acceleration Church app and uh, it just hit the give button and then from there it's really simple to put in your information and then from then on you just have to press one button in order to give. So this is our opportunity to give and to um, give into the kingdom of God when we give. Men give to us good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. You know, when we become tithers in manifestation, it releases the all-sufficiency grace of God to cover our lives. He says, try me now in this and see if I won't open up the windows of heaven and pour you out such blessing you will not have room enough to receive it. Amen. So he opens up. The supernatural power of God is available and open over your life. He causes you to have favor. He causes you to have doors of opportunity that open for you right on time, the right place, the right time. People will say, we don't normally do this, but I'm going to do this for you. That's the favor of God. And your tithing opens up that type of favor in your life. And so all throughout this pandemic, we've been declaring, even from the beginning of the year before we knew there would be a pandemic, God said plenty, plenty in 2020. So we're still declaring plenty, plenty over your lives, plenty, plenty over the church, that there's plenty in his house. And that's what, that's God's desire, that there'd be plenty enough in your house and plenty enough in the kingdom of God so that we can do everything that he puts on the, the pastor's heart to do um, for the community. We're excited about building our children's ministry. We have uh, more to do this week. And and I'm telling you, it is so exciting. We got the games up in there, some of them, and uh, the rest of them are going up this week. Um, we're just making progress every single day. So whenever we get ready to come back to church and to have children's church, it's going to be amazing. You want to gather children from the neighborhood because your kids will get blast bucks, re- reward bucks. They'll get bucks to spend in the store after uh, church. If they invite people to come with them to church, I think they get like a hundred bucks if they bring somebody with them. Yeah, a first-time visitor who's never been here before, a unique, brand-new first-time visitor, they get a hundred blast bucks. So they need to start making their little list about kids they're going to invite to come with them to be a part of the blast zone. It's going to be awesome. All right, are y'all ready to give now? 
All right, let's make our faith declaration. You can hold up your phone or hold up your offering, however you're given today. Let's make our faith declaration. Come on, say it. Say, Father, in Jesus' name, today is the dawning of a new day. My season of frustration and lack is over, and I'm walking in a season of love, joy, peace, success, overflow, and prosperity. My love for you, relationship with you, and sensitivity to you is growing closer Every day, I declare that favor and wisdom for promotion is mine now. You are opening doors for me that no man can shut. Thank you, Father, for watching over your word to perform it in my life. It's causing my life to prosper. I'm in anticipation of the good things you have prepared for me. I am blessed to be a blessing. I am blessed to be a blessing. So as I increase more and more, Father, open my eyes to see ways that I may bless others. I'll be quick to see the need and respond to your voice. Because you have planted Acceleration Church here, Humble, Texas is experiencing revival. I decree that the Spirit of God is drawing multitudes here from the north, south, east, and west. People are responding to your presence, power, and purpose for their lives. We declare that people of all ages, backgrounds, and ethnicities are being impacted forever. In Jesus' name, come on, shout, Amen! Hallelujah! Come on, son, husband, daughter, 